So Logan, welcome. Good to see you again, man. What do we have today? All right. So today we're here to talk about construction. We're talking big construction projects. So our customers are continuing to grow to get bigger, build new units, build new plants and facilities. And, and when these projects happen, we're brought in from all sides. Yeah. So we've got the EPCs, we've got the end user facilities, we have the integrators, any contractors that are working on them. There, there are a lot of different hats we have to wear when we're talking to all these different groups and stakeholders. So today we have Chris Chittum on the show. Chris is our construction specialist with Swagelock Southeast Texas, and he's there here. He hey guys. How we deal with these construction projects. So uh, welcome, Chris. Um, if you have any questions while you're watching, if you're on Zoom or, or on YouTube, I assume, um, there's a Q&A box at the bottom of your screen. Please type in your questions. We'll try to answer them as we go. And uh, the ones we don't get to, we will cover at the end. So, And if you are watching on our YouTube Live, go ahead. There's a live chat feature. Uh, we're monitoring that right now. You can leave a comment on that side also. Great. Great. Well, Chris... Thanks for joining me, man. You're the, you're the man of the hour. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for the smooth uh, intro there. It's been, uh, this is going to be cool. Um, my name's Chris Chittum. I'm uh, a technical advisor at Swagelock Southeast Texas, and I've been with uh, the distributor for about 15 years. Um, so my role is primarily to call on um, owner companies. So like your big owners like Chevron, um, LNG companies like LNG, uh, Freeport LNG, stuff like that. Um, but I also call on EPCs in the area. Um, so my role is to focus on the projects that they're working on, if, either, if it's at an EPC, but also to drive specifications at the owner companies to try to win you know, future projects like that. Um, I'm also part of a group with Swagelot Global Construction, uh, where I am a KCS, uh, or that's a key construction specialist. So I'm a part of a group that's uh, around the world where we all work in uh, tandem on these projects together. So that sounds like a lot, especially when it comes to construction, uh, Chittum, because when you see one of these facilities going up, there's a lot to it. Uh, now, you said you're a key construction specialist. What what all does that entail for us yeah. and for our customers? Yeah, so so what that is, is uh, Swagelock. So working with Swagelock on the corporate level, um, since they aren't you know around the world like we are at the distributor level, they have key people around the world that only focus on construction projects. So their role is to either call on the EPCs that are designing and building these projects, um, the owner companies who are paying for them or and then will be operating them in the end or uh, working with like OEMs and package vendors around the world. So they use the KCSs around the world in strategic areas to, to make sure that we're calling on those projects, we're pushing down the right specifications, um, you know, bringing technical support, stuff like that. So instead of Swagelock having one or two people 
tracking a project globally, we have a group of people working on uh, a project altogether. Okay. So we, we've covered this a little bit before. So we, we are a distributorship. We're Swagelock Southeast Texas. So you are our key construction specialist for Swagelock Southeast Texas. There are, there are hundreds or maybe thousands of other distributorships around the world. And then there's Swagelock at the, at the corporate level that, right. that more or less organizes everything. Um, how, how many people does Swagelock have at the corporate level that are dedicated just to these construction type projects? Yeah, so so Swagelock calls it global construction, the global construction group. There's about 20 um, associates with Swagelock strategically positioned around the world. So um, there's obviously a group up at the factory in Solon, Ohio. So that's like our operations um, and then the management part of global construction. But then there are also regional construction managers around the world. Um, so there's one in the Americas. Uh, uh, the EMEA, so Europe, Middle East, and Asia. Um, there's Asia PAC. Uh, so there's about 20 associates, corporate associates that kind of have global oversight of a project and that help operate. So how do you guys how do you guys work together on something like that? Or I guess what what's the need for you to be able to reach out to somebody, you know, potentially in another country to be able to to work together with them? Yeah. So so a project can be local, right? It could be a, a little owner company that we have in our backyard that has a small facility and they may do all their engineering. Um, but also there's projects that are huge global reach, right? So you may have an owner company that's based out of here in Houston, Texas, and they're working with an EPC um, during feed work or, you know, front end engineering and design. Um, to understand what the project is going to take, but then they might reach out and contract an EPC in London. Um, and then that EPC in London may drive the project from there all the way from procurement, all the way to construction. Um, so we don't, you know, we don't, I don't go to London. I don't have, those aren't my customers. There's a Swagelock distributor that, uh, that covers that area. So it's hard for me to work on a project if one of the main players is in London. So it's important for us to work with that distributor, say in London, um, to make sure that we're all communicating, collaborating to, to make sure that the project goes the right way. And then you bring in package vendors or OEMs, right? There's, there could be 10, 20 package vendors around the world outside of Houston and London. So it's important that I work with those people to understand what they have, what packages that they've won. Um, and then also, you know, so that we can all communicate and make sure the right thing is going on. So that's why not all projects are happening in Houston, Texas or in, in Deer Park or Laporte. Um, so the global stuff is where we really need to be able to communicate and work together. Well, one thing I want to say to them is thank you because you, you have thrown out a couple of acronyms out there like yeah. feet, but after every one you are explaining what those are. So for those who are maybe watching and tuning in, well, I appreciate that. Oh, that thank you for that. So yeah. as a key construction specialist, you know, you mentioned a lot of these different areas, you know, the owner company, the EPC, uh, the package vendor. How do you how are you involved differently with, with each one of these on these big construction projects? What, what is your involvement with the owner company, with the EPC, whenever you're doing that? How does that interaction look like? And, and 
when you're talking to them? Yeah. So it's different for each one and it's different for each say owner company or EPC, right? It depends on um, how comfortable the owner or EPC is with you or with Swagelock. Um, So each time it's different. Um, so from the owner company, they are, they are the person that's going to be, you know, specifying our products, um, that's going to be operating their facility. So when it really comes down to it, they're the person that it really matters to about what their pro their project is built with, um, you know, what support they want during the project or after, um, you guys know that, you know, more than anybody, as far as being at a plant that's been built or an addition, right. You're, you're the frontline guys, but a lot of times product or um, components just show up, right? And the work's been done before that, like at an EPC. So at an owner company, it's important for me to to drive specifications for Swagelock to work with them to understand, you know, why it's important that they choose us early on so that we can be um, with them, you know, during the project and all the way through construction in the commissioning and startup. Uh, for for the EPCs, it's it's kind of different, right? They have a different agenda. They want to build whatever project they're they're working on. They want to build it uh, on time and under budget. Hopefully, you know that's the way they want to go. So our our scope of of what we offer to them is a little bit different as far as you know technical support on selecting products or providing training for their construction people. Um, those are those are all where it comes in and it's different. So. It's not just, hey, guys, you're building a facility. Uh, here's some high-quality components, because I know from my experience, and I think Logan's and yourselves, we, we're on site a lot during these construction times, correct? And, and we're we're almost like the spoke in talking with a lot of these between what the owner company is wanting, what the EPC is trying to accomplish, what the engineering group has spec'd out, what, what the I&E guy group is putting in, what the package vendor... I kind of find sometimes, and give me your experience with that, we're kind of almost a central hub when it comes to this instrumentation side and what we're bringing to them. Do you find that? Yeah, you guys, I mean, the people on the site, it's really your project, right? It's it's really something that um, we, on the on the owner company side, as far as like, you know, I don't when I call on Chevron, I call on the tower, right? So they're not making anything there. Um, but the people that support your sites are in that tower. Um, so, so yeah, it's important for us on when we're working with the EPCs and the owner companies that, um, you guys direct us as far as, Hey, this is what my site's been doing. This is important to us. This is important to them. Um, and that way I can make sure that we're communicating that to the local EPCs or whoever's working on that project. You guys are like the hub, I would say, not just the spoke. Um, the site is the important part. So that's why it's important for me to work with the technical advisors or the KCSs that have the job site because they know what their customer wants um, and what they need and what they've been doing. Gotcha. Well, Chris, what, what kind of value do we bring to these construction projects and all the different stakeholders in the construction projects? Yeah, so the list is is pretty long, but I mean, so we hit on it a little bit before when we talked about the global complexity. So we can bring support not only from the local uh, EPC that we're calling on, but we can link together, you know, multiple EPCs. So 
these global uh, major capital projects, they don't, there's not owner companies that are ponying up all the money themselves these days, just by themselves, right? They, a lot of times they go in with joint ventures. So multiple stakeholders are involved and it's important to communicate and bring all that same message together when you're working on a project. Um, so that's, that's what we do from the, the owner side. We, so we also bring a lot of technical support, right? So just locally, obviously, I think you've had um, Trey on before on one of these. So our field engineers are available to help locally, whether it's at an EPC, an OEM, or the owner company to make sure that those specifications are being followed or how we can fit a certain product into that group. So technical support is important. We also, you know, help with the uh, instrumentation and controls engineers with that, you know, reviewing PNIDs, et cetera. Um, yeah. And there's a, you know, everything that else that we can do as far as bringing together the, the, the project to be, you know, one thing. So can you tell us sometimes when you've worked with an EPC and others, you know, how have you been able to help them to make a construction project more successful? Give us a success story, man. You know, what's your big win that sticks out in your mind whenever you look at that? Yeah, I think we're still working on the big win. I think the the environment of oil and gas is obviously changing, especially now, right? Um, it's been changing over the last couple of years, um, and we've been working on that with some key PCs in the area. Um, certain PCs and owner companies are understanding that they have to rely on their vendors more to be much more than like a, a component supplier. And that's what we're trying to be. We're trying to be more than a component supplier. We're trying to be like a solution provider, right? I know you guys have said that before. Um, so, I mean, what we want to do is we just don't want to ship two fittings and, and valves out to a project and you guys see them and your guys install them. We want to be working with the EPCs and the engineers and the owners to help them understand that we can do more. Right. So I think the, the, the big success story is still to come, but when we can bring more solutions like our, our grab sampling or our mechanical seal panels to a project, uh, an EPC really sees the benefit as far as construction costs, right? Because that's where it really comes into play. Um, when they can save money on construction costs and labor and get out of that project faster and safer and on time, that's where they really see the value. Um, so that's what we're doing right now. I know we've done some local projects like with Logan, a couple of big projects with some local EPCs where we've provided um, like kitting services. Um, and so instead of, uh, an EPC buying a bunch of bulk product, we help them put, you know, those PNIDs and those instrument loops into a kit where they, uh, can actually just go to the shelf, pull all the components at once. And they have it all in one box instead of having to track everything down, go and buy, find an instrument stand, some tube fittings, a valve, um, it's all there. So those are some of the things that we're working on. So going back to that that specific example, so when you say we kitted we kitted stuff together, is that like by job number? So they just the guys yeah. out in the field would instead so, of boxes. So what we did is we actually worked with the EPC to uh, get all of their relevant instrument loops for the entire project. So that could be you know thirty or forty specific PNIDs where it calls out individual components that they use every day on a project, and instead of 
taking those and selling those in bulk, like 400 of a tube fitting, a thousand feet of tubing, um, some valves, we would actually take those individual components off that PNID and kit them and tag them together. So when that technician knows that he has to work on two of this specific instrument loop today, he can go to the warehouse, pick up those two boxes and go instead of having to go and grab those components separately. That's, so that's big, kind of what that means as far as ta- or kitting or tagging and bagging. That's a big time saver right there. The, the kitting, whenever you have to do something multiple times and there could be anywhere from a hundred to 500 to a thousand loops that they have to go out there and, and put up together, which time time wise, that's a lot. So, yeah, you start multiplying. Yeah. So we see like a thousand instrument loops on like a typical LNG, you know, two train LNG job. Um, so a thousand, a thousand instruments, that's average. It could be 1300. Yeah. Um, so you start multiplying that out as far as time that we can save. Um, that's huge. And not to mention once we, once they're out there installing, sorry, Logan, this is just to go back on your original question. Uh, you know, we offer any type of like on-site services. I know you've talked about that before. We can come in and work with them on commissioning, startup, you know, what's the best practices to install those products and to provide a safe system. To go, to go back, you know, having those components can, what about the inventory supply? Like items in, I know when I go through a construction project and it's getting down to the final wise, I'm getting calls left and right. Hey, we need this. We need that. We need this. Uh, things that are, are missed are not seen. Uh, hey, we didn't realize we actually needed all this. How, what kind of options are available on site at that time for our customers whenever those big projects are going for an inventory availability? Yeah. So obviously, you know, as a distributor, we carry, you know, millions of dollars worth of product on site or not. Yeah. On our sites. Um, and those are spread out between different branches. And that's the same as it is around the world, right? Every other distributor has stock that they carry for their specific region. Um, and that's another area where it's important for my role to communicate uh, globally with all these different stakeholders. So if I know a project is being designed and executed out of Houston, but the project is in the Middle East or Australia, it's my responsibility to communicate to that job site distributor, hey, these are the products that are being used at your site and will be built there. So let's make sure that you're either stocking this stuff or you already have stock or, hey, here are some of the like factory special items that were specific to this project. So that way they don't run into a 20 or, you know, a long lead time. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's where it all comes into place. The other place, as you well know, is like VMI or consignment stuff, other services that we can offer. I think we've also done like on-site trailers for, for construction uh, where we can help manage that. They come in, take what they need. We restock it, you know, that way they don't have to place an order. They don't run into long lead times, et cetera. Awesome. Chris, thanks for, thanks for kind of tying that all, that all together for us. We all know that all these places exist, but you know, when they when they come together to work on these big construction projects, it's uh gets to be a pretty massive undertaking. So, so yeah, it's what sure. we do every day, right? Construction's yeah. everywhere. It's not just when there, there's a project being built around the world. It's everything we do ties to it, and it's important, obviously, that we're we're bringing it all together. Yeah, for sure. Well, 
Chris, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Is if there's anything else you'd you'd like to say or anything else to talk about, um, go for it. And uh, if not, thanks again for coming on and and being our guest today. Yeah, no, just say thanks again for doing this. And obviously, we can uh, help whether you're in our area or not. We can get you in touch with the right people. So, um, thanks. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to come on here with you guys. Thanks, Chad, man. So a couple things to, to just close on here. Um, we've talked about this on, on the show before, but, you know, tube fittings, instrumentation, you know, shooting the instrument loops, it, it comes at the tail end of projects. And, and a lot of times it's not completely thought out. Every single tube fitting is not going to be on a PNID. Every single valve might not be on the PNID, definitely not with part numbers. Um, so we come in at a lot of times at the end of these projects and we're able to, to help out with, with hot shots or, or whatever else. But what, what Chris is doing as the key construction specialist and what Swagelock is doing with their global construction group is they're getting ahead of these projects. They're getting in on the feed, the front end engineering design phase and in the actual design of it on the front end, which makes our projects run more smoothly and it helps with projects finish. And what are the, what are the two big things, Buster? I mean, on, on time and on budget, right? right? That's that's what we're here for when it comes to these construction projects. That's our number one goal. We want to help you finish on time and on budget. We can help out doing that a lot better if we're involved on the front end instead of, hey, do you have this in stock? I need it hot shotted right now. Don't get me wrong. We're still good at that. And we're happy to do it. We're very but, good at that. But when it comes down to it, the sooner we can be involved, the better. And that's that's what this construction group does. So we appreciate Chris coming on to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just from my point of view, and I'm sure you kind of have the same experience, you know, when we're involved in these projects, guys, mm-hmm. and we're showing up every week and we're on site, uh, we really do enjoy the ability to be part of those jobs. And there's things that we've seen and, and where our our owners, the end users, EPC have their experience that they built these facilities and they know what they're doing. We bring a different type of experience to there. We know that if, like Logan said, if we're there on the front end of the design, and just for an example, if we see a part number that might be, uh, and this is from my experience, of 45TF8, which is a female NPT ball valve, half inch. And we get out there and there's tube fittings and plugged into an A1018 or a half inch tube fitting by half inch male MPT plugged into each one of these valves. Those are two extra connections and potential leak points throughout a, a, a facility. And then we have them all throughout the facility. These are little things that we pick up, the hoses, uh, grab sample panels, all the little nuances that go with one of these facilities that we see all the time. If we're able to get in a little earlier, we're able to help drive down a lot of the cost on that. We're able to make sure that the products are spec'd right, how many ball valves or needle valves may be over-spec'd or under-spec'd. There's a lot of experience that we can bring to the table. So if you are in this area, you are an EPC, a package vendor, hey, let's sit down and see how we can help you go through these items. There, there's a lot of experience we can help bring to the table, and we want to learn from you on your experience from these things also. So uh, that's my final thoughts, Logan. Anything else? You're going to go watch the uh, the launch today? I am going to try to watch it. I don't know exactly what time it is, but I'm, sure. I'm, I'm going to nerd out on this. I'm I'm pretty excited about that space launch. Me too. Me too. So, but yeah, thanks thanks again, Chris, for for coming in um, every Wednesday nine o'clock next week. We're going to have Brandon Dickerson on. 
with our assembly services group. Brandon's one of our field engineers, and Brandon is our, our resident expert on SEAL support systems. So um, please tune in next week. Listen to Brandon talk about SEAL flush plans, SEAL support systems, and the engineering that goes behind it. And as always, guys, you can visit us at sset.swagelock.com. Sign up to get our emails with everything we have going on. Also, check us out on our social media sites, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Just go ahead, type in Swagelock Southeast Texas, and we're there. And our newest platform on YouTube, we've changed from going from a Zoom webinar. Now we're broadcasting this out on YouTube. Look for us and subscribe there uh, and hit the little service. Oh, we actually have... Well, well, we can go back and watch. I had a question come in. Uh, what construction-related services does Swagelock offer? There's a lot of them on there from training to assembly solutions, kidding. You'll be able to go back and watch this video and see a lot of the uh, information we just put out there. Now, uh, coming up, something new. We are going to be putting all of these webinars out on podcast format. What does that mean? Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Google Play Store, we're going to have them in your pocket. So if you don't have time to tune into the live broadcast, you'll be able to go back in the show notes. We'll have all the information that we're putting out. So uh, watch out, Joe Rogan. What's that? Watch out, Joe Rogan. I hope we get a hundred million contract on that one. Maybe we can get him on. So as always, everybody, uh, subscribe to our social media sites. We're going to be putting out some good content for you. And we thank you for participating with us today. Logan, have a good day, my man. You too, Buster.